Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is June 16th, and this is episode 209. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic Friday today so far. We've got some exciting things to talk about in our charts and analysis with Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the altcoins and everything in between, as well as I've got some groundbreaking, absolutely exciting news getting talked about, uh, something important we need to discuss going on in the background. So stay tuned for that. As always, starting off with our macros, let's dive right into it. So, weeklies absolutely have not had a chance to show any of this short-term strength as of right now absolutely still turned down and turned over we've started to see potential for some sort of reversal style weekly candle just like what we saw back here when we dipped into 20k ethereum again showing a bit more um detail in what i'm talking about here if we can close anywhere above like 1720 we have a much better chance of seeing continuation in our midterm macro back to the upside to again more than likely see some sort of overall lower high for continuation down i don't feel like we have the strength in this current mood we definitely could but right now i mean if momentum starts shifting back up in the weekly you know, things can change on a dime. Again, this big news that I'm going to be talking about today kind of, you know, potentially changes the outlook a little bit. Now, the concerning thing that we can see is that volume is still absolutely just falling off of a freaking cliff. There's no other way to put it. The momentum of volume is just like riding absolute ridiculous lows. And, you know, there's there we need to see like the volatility is going to be the highest right now because volume is at the lowest point. We have the most accessible amount of we could move one way or the other or both. So a very cautious zone going forward here. When we start to break it down into our midterm macros, again, you know, we see starting signs of potential bounce, but overall momentum is still shifting down, pointing down, wolf packs in the red. We're still confirmed in our red dot and everything looks like continuation overall now because we're dealing with continuation down on a weekly on a four day you know we can have we can have these types of like inner day maybe a week or so here of upside before continuation lower and i wouldn't put it past bitcoin to do exactly that we're starting to see signs in here on our daily right ethereum finding seven bullish divergences it did crack through the 618 but as of right now we potentially do close back above it today um, in the next four hours, as long as we're continuing to close above $1,700 on ETH, as far as Bitcoin goes, best case scenario would be to actually see a close up back above the 382 for continuation up over the weekend here. That's going to be a close up of 26,500. The fact that we have a bunch of bullish divergences stuff stacked up in the short term, midterm here. I mean, again, you know, it's really only showing up uh, within the wolf pack here. It's not within the money flow and it's not within the market liberator in this shorter term style divergence setup. So the strength in this 
You know, it looks strong right now, but is it actually strong? And I think that's the real question we need to ask ourselves. How high can this actually go? Market structure is still against us. The macro is still against us. You know, we're going to have to absolutely do a complete flipping of the macro if we're going to see more than just a lower high and, can, and reversal again with more, hopefully, strength on this next push. Right now, midterm, short terms, four hour, eight hour, six hour, all look like continuation to the upside overall for the next couple of days, potentially maybe, you know, we start to teeter off later today after close, come back for a retest somewhere in the 26, 26200 region, potentially um, shorter terms overnight into tomorrow kind of deal. If we can retest what was resistance now support, we potentially start changing market structure at that point and looking for again, more short term continuation overall. You know, we're coming up to a very critical midterm, short-term resistance level, sitting up here at 26,800. As we spoke about, you know, the moment we broke below, we retested, we broke down. Since had divergence, retesting into this level and now rejecting, very, very bad. 26,800. If it can't, if we can't get above that level, 27, the bulls really haven't actually taken over, and we need to reassess. You know, going forward about any more upside continuation as we you know we talked about two days ago and yesterday that like you know taking our longs very lightly right now because of how the macro environment looks we need to be cautious of these things you guys are probably aware that the bot is still in a long position you know there was some things going on that were kind of funky and um we felt the need to pause the signal that we had had come in for the short just because again you know the flipping back and forth chopping out everyone's positions it's just you know we had to make a choice it won't be happening again you know everything from this point forward will be a hundred percent automated but it, it is a managed system you know we have that ability to to make you know to not send a trade through and we made that uh, decision so you know hopefully things continue turning around in that case but overall you know the break-even points not much higher than where we are now but yeah so 26 to 20 uh 26 800 to 27 k very very critical for us if we're going to see more continuation up we need to see that level broken pull out my madness here for a second pull everything away so you can actually see it and essentially i mean you know overall the wedge is still holding up we did break below it we know that breaking below with bullish divergence though doesn't give it a whole lot of merit so there's really only two scenarios we you know we broke down about two percent so that puts us at about 27600 if we were to continue pushing get there by the 20th at the top of the resistance right around 27 27 100 ish if we were to push out the same percent it would get us to 27,600, 27,500-ish. Um, if we were to turn back down and fall back into the wedge, you know, again, I would I would look at that as like some sort of swing failure and uh, overall lower high, maybe bearish divergence on the next high level there. I guess there wouldn't be actually maybe normal bearish divergence. Then if we do get a lower high than $28,000, um, if we don't even get there, if we only get up into 26,800 or 27, where the 618 level is we could absolutely reject off of that first and look to come back down in that case you know i would give it less uh merit for continuation lower i would look for a higher low in that case and look to test back into the top for this percentage that we broke out 
Um, again, overall, a falling wedge is a bullish pattern. The fact that we are stacking bullish divergences throughout many of our indicators along this uh, flag type of pattern, you know, there's still a bullish case here for sure. Now, I think that being said, there's something I'd like to talk about that, I, again, I haven't seen a whole lot of information on online talking about this, but the data doesn't lie. If you guys have the chat channel open, you can check out what Jonas posted, but essentially in the first quarter and more than likely into the second quarter, we won't have that data until quarter three, three of the largest buyers of uh, Bitcoin shares, you know, quote unquote shares, has been BlackRock, Bank of America, and Fidelity. And they are stacking an absolute hit ton. Isn't that interesting? You know, <laughs> SEC is suing Binance and Coinbase and some of the biggest banks and U.S. entities are buying record amounts of Bitcoin. I don't think that's a coincidence. You know, you can go check the metrics, but they're buying a fuck ton in the background when no one's paying attention. Like they keep trying to shove it down, but like there's there's no one to sell into. All right, I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's not enough sell volume to, to push into uh, like people's, you know, I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to sell here. Why would I? Yada, yada, yada. So just interesting what's going on. You know, I expect when the second quarter data comes out, we're probably going to see a very similar to pretty much the same thing as quarter one from those companies. Yeah, that's, you know, again, just some some butter for your bread, I guess. Information to know about. I think it's important. The stock market, as we've explained, you know, in the midterm macros and macros are like absolutely on fire. This weekly money flow, I mean, starting to flatten out right now, I would expect some sort of like really decent backtest at some point soon. Something in like our inner day, we can actually, we can start to see rejection right now within our eight hour, six hour. If it was to turn back up, green dot in this region, like absolutely just slapped in the face and turn back up. Sure, we can keep getting continuation. We haven't seen any sort of like blow off type of move yet. Um, if we were to see some type of blow off push, um, I could absolutely see us pushing into the next level of resistance of like 44.95, pretty much 45 right on the dot. We absolutely nailed the 44.20 level that we were talking about. I think it was Monday or maybe Friday of last week. Basically, you know, I think we were sitting around 42, 42.80, whatever. Yeah, things on the S&P continue to look absolutely phenomenal as far as the macros go, as long as they continue in this fashion. Again, you know, a little flat right now, as of, you know, the end of the week, that makes perfect sense that it would consolidate around, you know, breaking a local high before continuation. Because, like, we can clearly see that this quarter-term more accelerated bear trend is now over, right? We absolutely rejected, 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 supported, broke through, supported, retested, and has bounced since. And, you know, this is, again, what we've pretty much been expecting here. If we didn't reject off here, we're still looking to reject up in this 4420 to 4500 region before, again, seeing some sort of back test, it may only be down to 43.20 of that previous high that we had back here in August of uh, 2022 before continuation. But overall, you know, we've broken a triangle. We've pushed through if it was an ascending triangle. If I move all my junk out of the way so everyone can actually see what the heck I'm talking about. Regardless of if this was symmetrical or ascending at this point, 
right? We've started to break through. The last thing we need to do is uh, invalidate the bearish divergence that we see here, hidden bearish divergence between the money flow and the wolf pack still. Um, if we can get one to two more weeks of upside continuation, which I still think is very possible, there's still you know quite a bit of strength in the S&P and it always draws it right out. Right, the S and P breaks a level. Everyone kind of like comes and haws, and then it just continues rallying slowly over the next couple of weeks. So more than likely, like this is a very strong candle. Obviously, we broke resistance with hella strength. There's just no momentum building up in the volume strength. Like it's absolutely still, you know, falling off just like BTC. And I don't think that's a coincidence that everything's just flatlined to tits. So I don't know. We'll see. Looks like continuation to me. Um, for now, uh, yeah, retest would be phenomenal, maybe into next month or something along those lines kind of deal. Love to see it going into the weekend. You know, it looks like just potentially kind of, it almost looks like a FUD type of setup. The stock market tends to do this sometimes where it sets itself up for disaster come Monday and then Monday totally like just flips it back around again. No, you know, actually we've had some time to think about it over the weekend and, uh, Yeah. No, we're not. We're not going to let that happen. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it happens quite often. So we'll see how Monday comes about. Right now, we are starting to see resistance, but money flow in these midterms, absolutely to, to the moon strength. You know, the money flow is just like getting more and more aggressively pointed to the upside. Green dot again, potential for re-triple confirmation. No, we already had it. Actually, we already had it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too... Uh, sure that actually we're going to see rejection here but we'll have to play into it into monday for now bitcoin again you know still has some strength but we're in a bearish market structure in a bearish environment so we need to be cautious you know this is when people get washed out when they're getting pinched when they're getting squeezed and this is absolutely some sort of squeezing setup if we were to break a higher high without divergence come back down and set up a higher low then potentially, you know, oh, this thing actually starts to become much more bear bullish, rather, sorry, if we can actually start to give some merit to this pattern, right? What did we talk about with the S&P? What happened? We were in a descending style triangle, right? And what happened? Well, we pushed through, we came back, we retested for a higher low, and we shot off. And now Bitcoin, what could it do? It could reject, sit up a higher low pushed through, set up a higher low, testing that previous resistance, and then continuing up from there. But again, we need some time, more time to consolidate. The midterms and the macros are just, they're in turmoil. They're absolutely poo-poo. But, you know, if there is hidden strength, and if these massive banks and companies are buying just a metric shit ton of Bitcoin, excuse my French, you know, uh, and they're doing it in the background, obviously, like they're doing it in ways of over the counter or whatever. It doesn't show up in our data right away. That's, you know, why we have these types of like snap moves where it's just like it's on a massive drop trend and just like completely bought up over engulfed and continues. So we just we need to be cautious of that. You know, you know that overall my ultimate macro is bullish overall. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. We have how many years of data? How long has Bitcoin been around now? We have an overall higher low trend from inception. 14. Holy moly. I'm, I'm so old. 
<laughs> been around for almost half of Bitcoin's life. Crazy. Gosh. Um. Yeah. And overall, higher like like uh, it. You know, things are good. We stay uh, at a higher low weekly. We're good. We stay above twenty. We're good. That's that's what I'm massively mainly concerned about. You know, going under twenty starts breaking structure. It starts wreaking havoc on really really important structures that we've you know we've never really had the pleasure of testing into and thank goodness because you know you start breaking two week monthly six month structures you know things start to get really shitty really quickly so don't want to see that so as long as we do not start closing below 20k like the overall sense is still like okay everything's still good we still have the happening coming up next year you know, we still have massive entities buying cryptocurrencies. Even though there's bullshit going on, it's like, okay, you know, the headlines are going to totally screw you over because, you know, Binance gets sued by the SEC. No, 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 no. It's Binance US, right? And, like, Coinbase and Binance, like, you know, maybe the criminal charges against CZ may have some merit, but, like, he's trying to pull out of the company anyway. So, that's a CZ problem. Everything else, I think, can be worked out in, you know, a payout. Like, it's not going to amount to shutdowns and, oh, Binance is, you know, completely, like, they're bankrupt and then the crypto's screwed. I don't think it's going to go that way. And I don't really see how it could go that way in, in the instance that I'm looking at. You know, if that were true, and, you know, like... I don't see why Fidelity, Bank of America, BlackRock, Chinese government, you know, why, why they'd still be continuously buying massive amounts of Bitcoin if that wasn't the case. If they're not still capitulating, why are, they, why are they capitulating if everything's, you know, planned to go to levels we haven't seen in years? 10K, 7K, whatever. You know, the bears will continue dreaming. <laughs> that was the bird. Right, January. Thank you. Jonas, appreciate it, brother. Um, so okay, quick recap: prices over the weekend. Obviously, trading over weekend we never ever <laughs> recommend for anyone. Volumes are extremely low. Volatility seems to pick up sometimes, and you can get absolutely easily faked out. So we'll see how we go. I would actually rather can see uh, see continuation of consolidation over the weekend here. Maybe get some closes over 27k. Again, once we're actually over 27k on something like an eight-hour upwards of daily, you know, the, the the bull case has actual you know potential behind it. Until we're above 27k right now, it's just all talk and get dead cat bounce and shenanigans. You know, we don't have an absolutely ace in the hole uh, triple confirmation signal right now. We don't have. Uh, an ace in the hole divergence like it's not a perfect setup it's it probably is going to keep bouncing up here you know we hit 25 we held it um there was strength and buy pressure down there and we probably hit a shit ton of liquidations at uh 24 800 or wherever the actual low was right below 25k because you can imagine right like everyone's i'm gonna set my stop loss at twenty five thousand dollars. that'll never get hit <laughs> right <laughs> never <laughs> so yeah we're looking good bounced uh overall m macros weekly not great still right until that changes the environment is overall down 
we're probably looking for some sort of midterm macro rejection off of a key level again. We have a key level at 27,200. We have another key level at 28,500. And the next level from there is the macro at 30. You know, if, if they really want to be sour to everyone, then they're going to push it all the way back to like 29 and 30. It's still a lower high. It, it still keeps the bearish market structure. You know, it's just like the biggest slap in the face, you know, right before more continuation down. But it makes the most sense. If we couldn't push through these key levels with the strength that we had, we need, they, they got to regroup, you know? The bears back off for a couple weeks. They say, okay, we're going to go and build a new strategy. A Trojan horse, as you would say. To set off in their cities. Right. Set it up again. Let the teeter-totter come back. And then absolutely nail them. Right. You build the momentum up with your push. So, we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. But continuation short-term upside, probably. Yes. Medium-term, medium-term macro probably continues lower not financial advice as always with that being said my friends as always these episodes are brought to you in part by tripleconfirmation.com relax it's triple confirmed your number one source for automated non-custodial trading services if you want to know what i'm talking about head over to tripleconfirmation.com and check out what we've been building Oh, I guess quickly we'll go over some of our other charts quickly and then end things off. Um, U.S. tenure right now and Dixie. We had obviously a very nice fat rejection yesterday. Um, these midterm short terms uh, have come back up, retested into resistance, and now potentially are rejecting. So that's nice to see over here. Mm, U.S. tenure mm, could reject here. Probably actually. Yeah, actually, I mean, like, the zero line's right here. We're still in the red. We could reject here. We could take a little bit more of a step back up into, like, 102 and a half uh, before, we can see, uh, before seeing continuation lower. Yeah, like, I mean, there's a little bit of strength here, right? But we've just turned it back into the red money flow. Um, things are overall still looking bearish, and we'll have to see where we go from there. Oh, yes, I almost forgot to mention. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we have a... A meeting slash interview over in the Elk Finance Discord. If you guys want more information about that, we've put some updates out in the channel. We'll also put out a couple tweets. You can check it out on our Twitter at Triple Confirmed. And or you can check it out in the updates page here on Discord. Uh, yeah, that's Elk Finance. That'll be happening at, I believe, 11. Oh my goodness. We'll let you know. It's happening on Sunday. Uh, the accept invitation that we have on the, the other Discord, Jonas, is no longer active. If we could get another one, that would be sick. All right, my friends, with all that being said, appreciate the heck out of you for taking the time to listen today. I'll be heading down to the lounge for maybe a couple hours or so if you guys want to keep chatting about everything. And I'll catch you in the next episode back here on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.